you know, you make plans and God laughs. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy, you know, enjoy each other. Enjoy your time together. Don't try to put a timeline on anything. It's it's very important because life can change in a, in a split second, you know, and enjoy the moment. You know, that's my, my best piece of advice to you guys. You're listening to Long Island's number one couples podcast. I'm Christian, the boyfriend. And I'm Alyssa, the girlfriend. And this is BFVGF. Subscribe for more podcasts and be sure to give us five stars wherever you stream us. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a very special episode of our, I guess, our first ever and our guest's first ever joint podcast. We're so grateful to be joined today with our fellow podcasters, the Long Island Ladies. Ladies, how you doing? Hi, thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. And thank you for coming on our show, too. BFVGF. Yes, absolutely. BFVGF and the Long Island Ladies, the collab that everyone was waiting for. So, I mean, (laughs) first things first, let's jump right into it. Uh, Let's address the most pressing matter in the room, which is you guys confirmed on Instagram back in July that Andrea is having a baby boy. Yes. So talk to us all about that. First of all, congratulations. Congratulations. And then the real question (laughs) is, are you ready for motherhood? Oh, yes. (laughs) more scared of actual labor because I know nothing about that but I've been a nanny for 12 years and I've at this point have raised six kids from infancy so I'm I'm pretty you know solid (laughs) on uh on that but yeah it's really the whole labor process that's and being pregnant that's the new thing that I yeah so that that's going to be interesting and I'm like reading a lot and watching videos and trying not to freak myself out too much but and I'm also trying to go all natural too I'm one of the crazy people that want to attempt that so she wants to do a water birth yeah. so we'll see we'll see how that goes yeah I was curious when you said all natural because like we're in the keto diet but I was like all natural and I was like oh yeah birth yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. so I mean we'll see you never know I you gotta stay open because it's the last minute things can change right um but that's that's my plan as of right now Absolutely. Uh, so talk to us about the, we talked a little bit before the show, baby shower you said you guys were planning? Yes. yes. Um, yeah, in two weeks, actually. So my sister and my mom, who just moved to North Carolina in January, uh, so that's been a little difficult. Um, we're all just trying to plan it and get everything you know together. And it also has to be a lot less people than it would normally have been. And there's, you know, regulations that we have to follow. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting, but you know, I'm just thankful that I can even have one because some of my friends who were pregnant earlier on in the year, you know, didn't get to have one at all. So. Right. Yeah. With COVID-19 happening and everything, it just seems like a lot of things have changed, but so very grateful that you get to have yours. So let's just jump right into the show here. Why don't you guys start off with telling us how you met? And if you guys have any questions for us, feel free to jump in as well with those. Yeah, of course. We definitely have some questions for you guys. Um, Do you want to take the lead on this one? Talk about how we met because it's it's very interesting how we met. Sure. I mean, you can. Okay. Well, I got to tell you, we met through our uh, respective spouses, um, they're friends and they've worked together for many, many years. And she happens to live across the street. 
Um, but we met at this party called Bacon Fest. It's very legendary on Long Island. I don't know if you guys heard about it. Um, uh, I was dating her now husband's best friend and we met there and Andrea wasn't too fond of me at first. (laughs) I I, I guess I gave off like a very, I don't don't know, like a kind of a vibe that I give off. Yeah. I'm also meeting everybody all at the same time, like all the friends, family, and it was very overwhelming. And we were only dating at the time, maybe a month, not even. So it, you know, it was a lot. And then, um, when I moved in, we got, you know, we got obviously a little closer cause she is only across the street. So, and then, um, and our relationship just, you know, blossomed from there. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then now you're the Long Island ladies. And so- now we're the Long Island <laughs> ladies. How did you guys meet? Oh, I think this is fitting for Alyssa to tell the story. Um, oh, okay. So, uh, we met on Tinder <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. But tell them how long we've been together. It's not... Oh, we've been together for like, well, like a year and like nine months. See, it's always, it's always the girlfriend that keeps track of the end nine months. For guys, it's just like, oh, you're almost at two years. But then she's like, no, it's like one month, eight, it's like one year, eight month and like 27 days. Like they always know like the exact time. Yes, I know. (laughs) And they want to know, are are your guys' spouses like that? Where it's just like, you have to remind them of like the upcoming date. Chris and I have known each other since we were 14. So he will say that I've just literally been around his whole life. She, you know, I'm just the, yeah, she was always there kind of thing. Um, I was always friends with his brothers and we, you know, I was eating dinner at their house when we were kids, you know? So it's been, he's like, yeah, she's just been. Um, But actually in three weeks, Chris and I will be officially together 10 years. So Wow, wow, that seems yeah. crazy. Ten years. Yeah, no, it seems crazy to me too. So. And they've been best friends since high school, right? Yeah, yeah we met. But, I was actually I, so I was thirteen. He was fourteen when we first met, and he was dating my best friend at the time. And then, like years years later, you know, we got together. But um, yeah, I've you know, and his one of his brothers is one of my best friends, and yeah, just been there. <laughs> been there for a really long time but i feel like dirt would be the same thing he doesn't know like yeah he doesn't know i have to remind him we've been together for four years and three months and 25 you know it's you know um we've been together a little over four years and i actually met uh my boyfriend on okay cupid so it's similar to you guys um how uh, I met my now spouse. Um, he showed up at my job with a tray of breakfast food on a Sunday morning. And that was my introduction to, I didn't expect him to show up at my job. Like I had just, you know, we were, you know, messaging back and forth. He's like, he was interested in what I was doing, you know, what I did for a living. And he was like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't live too far from, you know, where your job is. I want to stop by on your lunch break. And I said, oh, I'm like, okay, whatever. And he literally showed up with a giant, like, tray of breakfast food, bacon, the whole, he loves to cook, the whole nine yards. And he fed the whole entire, I used to work at an assistant living home, and he fed all my employees. It was the best. And it was the most gracious thing ever. And um 
I never forgot that. And that was my introduction to him. So if there's one thing we've learned, it's that ladies, you always get yourself a man that can cook. Yes, it's very important. It's just learned. Yeah, <laughs> it's it took it's 10 years. had to because I've been working late and by the time I'm, you know, I have almost no energy when I get home anymore. So I'll leave him in instructions. Do this, do this, do this, and he'll... He's very good at following the instructions as long as there's something written down. He'll follow them. Gotcha, gotcha. So then... Branching off of what we were just talking about in terms of like how we met and how you guys met, I'm curious as to how you guys started a podcast. I can tell you for Alyssa and I, it was, you know, definitely with COVID-19, people's Mm -hmm. lives are changing and the way we communicate are very much so aligning with that. And so I was like, Alyssa, I was like, all these other people are doing it. Like, we can easily do it. I'm like, let's just crush it. Let's go for it. And so like, what inspired you guys to start a podcast? It's like, it was very similar. We sitting at home in quarantine you know, not knowing what was going to happen. I was unemployed and I've, I've been an, uh, you know, a very avid, uh, podcast listener, my, you know, for many years, you know, I've always listened to the bitch Bible podcast and call her daddy. And I always found them very interesting. They always had a lot to say. And I was always told at, even from a very young age that I've always had a very big mouth. So I figured I put it to good use and because we live so close to each other and we were, you know, quarantining at the same time, I figured, why don't we do it together? We have, you know, we have a good relationship. We, you know, um, we, you know, yeah. I, we don't necessarily always agree on everything, but it's also, we have good banter. We have, you know, I don't know. And it you, was also, it was funny because she, it was something that she had mentioned maybe like in passing in like, yeah. January and I was just kind of like, hey. we'll do and it. And she said in February, no, we really should do it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then once quarantine hit, she was like, so I set up our podcast. <laughs> we need to record. And I just said, yeah, we have to record our like, first oh, episode. Okay. And I set everything up. And uh, one day we were sitting on the porch because we were still practicing social distancing at the time. And, you know, we were outside and I wanted to, you know, well, we didn't know I was pregnant then. Yeah, she, she didn't know she was pregnant then. one was quarantine cocktail. Yeah, and we, and were, and we were drinking. And, uh, and it, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And uh, we just talked about, like, what was going to happen. You know, what, you know, how our the world is. Yeah, our predictions yeah. and, like, you know, how the world is going to change. And are we going to be wearing a mask all the time? And, you know, so um, that's how it started. And it took off from there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're so right with the world changing. And just the key is that you just need to get started. I think that's what's really important because so many people are just like, I'm going to do it. And it seems like, yeah, you guys were pushing one another like, hey, we should do it. And it's like, no, 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 we should really do it. If COVID didn't happen, I don't think we would have ever done it, you know, because we were really wrapped up in our jobs and, you know, our world and whatnot. And then as soon as everything slow down, shut down, you know, you're sitting at home and you're spending so much time, you know, in front of the TV and you're like, I need to do something. I need to keep myself occupied. I can't just sit here all day and watch the same reruns, you know, over and over and over again. You know, you want to keep your mind stimulated. And I felt this 
would definitely keep the creative juices flowing, as they say. You know, absolutely, absolutely. And so I'm just curious, what, in your opinion, is Long Island Ladies all about? Do you guys have like a slogan, a catchphrase? Like, what is, what's the deal with that? I get, I, what do I always say? Like, cheers is all, because we're always, because when we started the podcast, yeah, um, we were, you know, always like having White Claws or Trulies and just, you know, enjoying, ha- you know, being together, but, and just, you know, giving our, you know, most inner thoughts while we're drinking. And obviously, you know, drinking is like the truth serum. Um, but um, I don't think we really have like a real like, like slogan. I don't really. No, but what we do try to do, like, you know, we'll try to promote um, other, Biz- other businesses, businesses on Long Island. Other, um, we started a segment a few months ago. Know, very important right the you know like the boss ladies who empower women who are doing you know really well in their lives either um you know with their careers or something along those lines and we've had a couple guests on and so that's been our most i think well responded yeah our most responded um episodes are the uh lady boss episodes so um so we're kind of it's kind of shifted a little bit towards towards that um but we're always open yeah to, you know doing uh, any any yeah any any local businesses any even you know you guys having another local podcast on you know so you know absolutely absolutely i hate to jump in here but andre it seems like your voice is just a little lower than liz's oh it is in real life yeah no that's just how no i'm just naturally loud sorry <laughs> yeah to me i'm like oh one of them is definitely long islander and the other one i don't know yeah <laughs> I'm just a naturally loud, big mouth person. That's just what I am. And like everyone tells me all the time, like, Liz, you're at a 10. You got to take it down to like a three. And I try and it's hard. But then, yeah. No, you 100%. You have to have that 10 mentality. Otherwise, yeah, 100%, especially for podcasting. You have to be at a 10 at all times, I think. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, on the topic of speaking, I'm curious, have you guys had any interesting guests or memorable moments, I guess you could say, like on the podcast so far for you guys? (sighs) I liked all our guests. Yeah. It's hard to pin it down. Last episode was with Elizabeth Sue. Yeah. She was wonderful. You guys should have her on. Um. Follow her Instagram too. Yeah, she's uh, Monday. What is it? Monday motivational vibes. Monday vibes. Monday vibes. Yeah. She. Um, I mean, that sounds like interesting. You, super interesting. And we like we could catch on her all day long. Um, she quit her job. They currently are basically nomads. Her and her husband. Right, they're traveling travel all, all over, over the United States. They both had very, you know, high demand, high stress, demanding jobs, and she just kind of was like. No, I'm done. Yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. She wants, you know, the things that makes her happy, she wants to put that first in her life. Yeah, so now she's just all about, you know, empowering and inspiring other people. She was very, very fascinating. Um, nice to talk to. 
Yeah. And then we got David. David Yontif was really good. He is, um, he was on the million. Have you guys, do you guys ever watch Bravo? I don't personally, Alyssa, do you ever watch Bravo? I mean, maybe from time to time. I'm not really sure. I don't have like a specific show that I watch on there. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, but did you ever watch the show Millionaire Matchmaker on Bravo when it was on Bravo? I've heard of it. Okay. Um, he was on that show. He was on that show and he is also associated with all the Real Housewives. So obviously we talked about, you know, what's happening with Bravo, you know, there's a, I would say like almost like a cultural shift going on over there. They're, you know, integrating more black housewives onto their um, franchise. And, you know, we talked about that and we talked about, you know, uh, you know, a whole bunch of things that are going on over at Bravo. And uh, I wanted to know his thoughts on, um, who his favorite housewife was and what his tagline would be. If he was a housewife, I love Bravo. I had to have him on. I thought he was great. And I did love, you know, everything he had to say. He was another good, great guest. Yeah. Who did you guys, who's, who's been your favorite guest so far? Well, I'm curious if they're different for Alyssa and I. Alyssa, do you want to go first? Um, I mean, I don't know if I'd have like, I don't really have like a favorite guest. I feel like, all of our guests were like really great. Like, like what you guys were saying, like right. we've talked to a lot of, different. yeah, everyone brings something different and I've learned a lot through our guests, but do you have a favorite guest? Yeah, no, we've had so many guests on the show and it's really guest driven. We try to have about one guest a week and we've been sticking to that for quite some time now. We have, um, I personally just have a lot of connections in terms of people who are like entrepreneurs and people in the music industry. So we've had like, Locals Only, I'm not sure if you've heard of them. They're a big clothing brand on Long Island. Their founder, Kevin Carman, great guy. He came on the show. That was awesome. Uh, another friend from Brown, she's since graduated and is an entrepreneur in New York City, Haley, Haley Hoffman-Smith. She was awesome to have mm -hmm. on the show. And so many of my colleagues and classmates, having a lot of people on about, you know, because everybody's so different and unique. And that's what really drives a podcast, in my opinion. The fact mm -hmm. that you can have, uh, you know, across the board, so many diverse perspectives and voices. And right. so even though they're not necessarily coming to mind right now, across the board, all of our guests have been super grateful to have on. And I think they've all been pretty amazing. I'm just trying to think if there was like one story in particular that I really liked. I'm not sure if there was necessarily a story, but I can tell you for a short time, I'm not sure if it's still uh, valid. With Locals Only, Kevin, he put a BFEGF discount code, which was really awesome and very uh, funny That's and unique. Awesome. I'm not sure if yeah, you guys have, have anything have like that. Of their, I actually have a couple of the Locals Only, you know, gear. I know that they were giving out a lot of the, um, the COVID gear out. So I had bought something from them. I do like their brand. Yeah, no, they're absolutely, he's a great guy over there and he runs it with his girlfriend and they're just really awesome. Yeah. And so I'm trying to transition a little bit here. So we talked about guests on the podcast. We talked about how we guys, how we started, but I'm curious right. now because you are the Long Island ladies, what is your favorite thing to do on Long Island? Ooh. What? what? It depends. There's yeah. different things, different seasons. I am such a fall person. So usually I'm, one of those, you know, typical Long Islanders that loves to go out east and spend yes. a ridiculous amount of money on a pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that. Like, I love doing all the, you know, going out to the wineries. Yeah. To, you know, Spider Mill out there. Like, that's so much fun. Um, even during the summer, being at the beach. Right. Um, going out to dinner. 
Yeah, stepped up. Honestly, we haven't really done. Yeah, unfortunately, because of due to COVID, it's definitely yeah a setback. My other favorite thing, which you know we're slowly starting to do again, I love, love, love to throw parties. That's like my favorite themed parties are like the best. Um, and it's funny too because we live in a tiny kind of house, but I pack as many people usually, not this year, um, as possible. And we try to like last year I turned thirty. Or 31, excuse me. Sorry, 31. Yeah. Um, and so I we had me and Chris's brother, my husband's brother, was our birthdays are only a few days apart. So we had a joint 90s themed big like blowout party. Usually we have a Halloween party, usually we have Friendsgiving, we have a Christmas party, like literally, that's just my thing. And, and bacon fest. And bacon fest, too, which is over at my house. We couldn't have this year, so yeah. it's just yeah it's been yeah yeah we were just talking about normally our houses are decorated to the nine for like halloween and i just haven't been motivated to do that how do you guys feel about what's going on with covid do you feel like the halloween false do you feel the spirit of halloween like how are you guys feeling about it i mean i've spoken to Alyssa about this and i'm just like listen sister halloween's canceled I'm like, yeah. I, it's sad, but true. You know, every couple loves a couple's costume or to go to parties or whatnot. And, you know, right. there's still some things here and there and whatnot. I'm not sure how Alyssa feels, but I just want to comment real quickly on your thing you said about thing, oh, your response to things to do on Long Island. Maybe it's just because we're a little bit younger. We're both 20. You guys mentioned like Bacon Fest and stuff. For me, when I think about my childhood and things I love on Long Island, the um, I'm not sure necessarily, and I should ask you this later. What guys, what town you guys are from on Long Island? But uh, I live in um, Belmore, and so okay. during like you know like Belmore Merrick Wanto, we have like the Strawberry Festival and like yeah. the fairs that come to town, and just like you know, especially stuff on Memorial Day weekend, going to like the Jones Beach Air Show, like everything absolutely right. changed. Yeah. yeah, but I'm curious, Alyssa, what what's your take? Um, I mean, I feel like. Like at my house, I haven't like decorated as much as we normally do for Halloween and stuff. And I haven't really been motivated to like even like buy a costume because I feel like it's like there's not really much of a point. But uh, we've like we've done some like Halloween things here and there. Like we went to that um, that blaze thing at uh, Old Beth Page Village. They have a really cool pumpkin display. So we've been trying to keep the spirit alive. I tried my first pumpkin spice latte. You know, uh-huh. did you like it? <laughs> yeah, I did. I mean, it was it was interesting because it was like not a flavor I would normally go for, and it wasn't a flavor that I necessarily loved. But it was like just it got me into like the fall mood, so that's kind of why I enjoyed it. It's pretty pretty cool. Starbucks is the chai latte, but you tell them to add two pumpkin. That sounds really good. I I have a question. So it's just yeah. like, well, it's not even necessarily towards you. It's just in general. I've had the pumpkin spice latte before. It does not taste like pumpkin. I don't know how they did it, but it tastes like just fall. I feel like I'm eating <laughs> fall leaves. Yeah. And I'm not sure. Like, like I feel like Starbucks is like that with all their drinks. Like it never actually tastes like what they said. It's just a, It's just slightly off. Like it doesn't taste like pumpkin. It tastes like fall. It doesn't taste like this. It's just slightly off. I'm not sure if you've had right. that experience. Have like you, the idea of it. Right. Have you guys gone to the uh, Jericho Cider Mill yet this season? I have not personally. Now, you said cider. I'm assuming they have drinks there. Yes. Yeah, so they have this it's thing not called... hard cider. Yeah, it's not hard cider. It's, it's, it's actual apple. It's actually... You had, it's, it's apple cider slushy, and it's out of this world. They've been there forever. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, no, we're always looking for things to do on Long Island, so I greatly appreciate that recommendation. It's a small place, but people line up the street. It's on 106, and there's cars lined on either direction, and the, especially around the holidays, it's standing out there waiting for pies. Um, but yeah, they have the best apple cider. Yes, yeah, definitely. So if you're in the fall spirit, apple cider donuts, I would, yeah, make your way over there. They have the best peach cobbler. They have the best apple pie. Everything is made fresh daily best jams all that so if you're in the fall spirit and you want to go there i'm telling it's worth the it there's a very long line to get in but it's worth it got you got you no in that vein i'm very curious because i mean i'm an italian Alyssa's italian we love to eat on long island and obviously we talked about how with covid like things have changed what is you guys favorite restaurant on long island if you could pick one well, <laughs> we have a we have a tradition on Fridays. We order takeout from Kato Sushi in Syosset. That's where we live now. Um, and yeah, we religiously order there every Friday night to the point where one time I didn't order on Friday because I was working and I ordered on a Saturday and the owner just happened to deliver and he was like, oh, it's you. He was like concerned that we didn't <laughs> we order. didn't order our usual <laughs> yeah. you know so, but it's hard and they closed they closed for like what, about a month yeah we like, were, like a really month six weeks open. open and uh thankfully they did reopen there is still no indoor seating because it's a small place but yeah like one of the best sushi places that's our that's like favorite. that's our favorite place that's like our it's like religion to us. If we don't order there every Friday, it's just like it, our, to- our whole week is all messed up, you know? Do you guys have a favorite restaurant that you guys like to go to? I don't know. Alyssa, maybe you can answer that question. Yeah. Um. I mean, we love Vincent's whenever we can. I don't know if oh, you guys have been there. I love Vincent's. Uh, That's yeah. my boyfriend's favorite place. Vincent's yeah. is the best. Yeah, I would... It's the best fried calamar. Yeah, no, I would yeah. definitely say Vincent's Clam Bar Okay, Vincent's is one of those restaurants where we never need the menu. We I've been going there for years, and ever since I started taking Alyssa, it's just like we already know what we want. We're walking in there, and for appetizers, we're either ordering the calamari. And I, what's so great, and I'm curious if this is why you like the calamari, is that you guys can order. You can get like two different types of sauces. Like, do you get the spicier sauce? No. See, my boyfriend likes the spicier sauce. I'm not a huge spicy fan, so I just like the regular marinara. So, but um, it's not bad. It's not, you know, it's not crazy spicy, but still, like it just. But yeah, I love, I love their calamari. It's the best. Yeah, it's every single. I gotta tell you, they've been busy because I drive by there quite often, and uh, they have the outdoor seating. But every time I go there, they're packed. I'll tell you with Vincent's, if if you don't get the calamari, you should also try the fried zucchini. Oh, yeah. Fried zucchini hits different. And then also for entrees, what I always get like rigatoni alla vodka because I don't know why they have a sweet sauce and it's just so good. And my father's not necessarily a fan of it because he thinks it's a little too sweet. But I don't know. Maybe I'm young. So who knows? Well, it's funny because um, I mean, I don't look at it at all, but I'm Sicilian and uh, my maiden name is Gallo. But so... I never ate at Italian restaurants because my dad's from Sicily. So that was just unheard of. You know, one time uh, I was invited to go somewhere. My dad's like, why would you go out (laughs) and eat there when I can just make it here? You know, he's that type of person. 
so I've never started going to Italian restaurants until I, until I got older. Um, so it's still not like the main one that I think of just because I'm used to homemade Italian, but I've been to Vincent's and it is very good. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I think I'm trying to think of another place that we really like to go to around here. It was the Monado was a great place for us to go to. Over every, like fun, yeah. yeah, that was another good one. That's not too far from Vincent's. Did you guys have you ever heard of Monado before? I'm it's in, in Carl Place. Oh yeah, so it's probably yeah. just like right, honestly, probably right next door or somewhere very close to the yeah, mall. Yeah, it's on Glen Cove. Yeah, it's right. It was right on Glen Cove Road yeah, next to the yeah, TJ Maxx. Basically, right next door. You saw Vincent's when you went there. Yeah, um, we would have to pass Vincent's to get to Monado. Yeah, but they closed. It was like a Asian fusion kind of place, but yeah. they closed um, right as COVID was getting bad here. So after they were there for like twenty years, and they had to close. So it was sad. It was sad. But even like you know, um, a rustic root in Woodbury is really good. Have you guys ever been over there? I haven't been there before. What do they serve? What do they have? It's um, it's. All about, you know, like organic and fresh ingredients, farm to table kind of thing. And their menu changes seasonally. Um, I was just there. I got, I'm trying to think what I got. I got really good, um, like cauliflower soup. I know it sounds boring, but there was like other stuff in it that was really good. Um, they had like sweet potato pierogies, which were really good. Um, yeah, just like stuff like that. Like, but so healthier, like everything's like, you know, the, mostly all the meat is either organic or grass-fed, you know, like something like that. But it is really good. And it has a nice atmosphere and they have outdoor seating right now too. Yeah. Yeah, on the opposite end of the spectrum and every Long Islander has a different answer to this question. Best pizza, best New York slice. Where have you gotten it? Oof. Hmm. Think about, I don't Yeah, not, yeah, not. not (laughs) Yeah, right, not around here, yeah. Although there is a new, so we live really close to a pizza place that closed during COVID, and young owners, hopefully we can get we them, can on, get them on the show. Um, are bought it. I think they were like twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Yeah, they're two two friends bought it, and um, they completely are renovating right now. So we're hoping that their pizza is really good. It's yeah, dough, dough inside out. It looks really nice. They did a really nice job coming along. Um, but yeah, honestly. I, I I gotta tell you, Vito's is not Vito's in Glencove because I'm originally from Glencove. Um, Vito's in Glencove, next to the um, Walgreens, is their pizza is pretty good. They they have another Vito's in Brooklyn, and that's where they're originally from. Right. Yeah. There used to be a place called Paradise Pizza in Northport. It is no longer, but they were, they, to me, they were the best. Yes. Specialty pizza kind of. Phil's is not bad. Phil's is not bad. There's two Phil, yeah, there's two locations for Phil's. There's one in Glen Cove, and then there's one right here in Syosset on Jericho Turnpike. There's a lot of good, like, specialty pizzas too. Yeah. Oh, and Rose is in Huntington. I mean, there's so much. (laughs) Honestly, where I feel like there's so many options. And that's why it's like hard to pick. Right. Oh, this is so good. But just, I'm thinking like just plain sliced. Like, what would you think? Talking about it right now is making me very hungry. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's it's a tough situation because, you know, we're Sicilian as well. But I'm sorry, we love to go out to eat. It's just too yeah. it's it's just too easy and convenient. But there's a whole like battle, I guess you can say, going on in Long Island between the like fake pizzerias versus the real ones. Like, do you go to like a real pizzeria or do you get Papa John's? It's like very controversial, especially <laughs> oh, in right. Italian household, you know? Right. Especially in New York. Because I feel like, you know, if you're living in New York, why are you ordering Domino's if it's not at least like after 12? And, <laughs> right. and, you're, and you're drunk. And but you know, like, in California, that's five-star dining, you know what I'm saying? Right. Even in Connecticut, like, you know, my cousins love Domino's and you know, or when my cousins fly here from Seattle or whatever, and they're like, oh, can we go to Dunkin' Donuts to get a bagel? I said, like, absolutely not. Yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah. You know? <laughs> they're like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Go to a real bagel place. <laughs> oh, yeah, because Dunkin', they have, like, those plasticky bagels. They don't taste right. Yeah, yeah. they're not, yeah. Yeah, so it's just, it's funny, like, we are absolutely spoiled. Yeah. With, you know, the food choices that we have living professional. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, no, Long Island's a very interesting and unique place where you can even, you know, pursue things like a podcast because there's so many, you know, diverse people. You know, like you said, <laughs> you know, you have, you know, owners of the restaurant that you said you wanted to get on. And so I'm just curious, you know, you said that you, you were initially, uh, Liz, that you were unemployed and you were you wanted to find something to do. And so I'm curious, is Long Island Ladies for you guys right now a full-time gig? Is it a hustle that you want to turn into a full-time job? I'm very curious about that. It's definitely a hustle that I would like for us to have to be a full-time gig. Um, especially because she's having a baby. That would be nice. Yeah. But um, right now, uh, we both have a full-time job. Um, I'm also a nanny and we work crazy hours. I mean, I'm at my job at 7.30 in the morning and I don't leave until almost 7 o'clock at night. You know, and the same for her. And... Um, I would like for the podcast to really take off and make it a full-time thing. You know, it'd be great. Um, but as of right now, yeah. it's just, you know, it's something fun to do. It's fun to connect with different types of people and, you know, it's something for us to right. do together. And but. What about you guys? Is this going to be a full-time thing for you guys eventually? Absolutely. I talk to Alyssa about this all the time because right now we're college kids. and yeah, we're full-time students. Full-time student. Uh, and so okay. absolutely getting crushed in that department, but still have two more, two more years to go before we graduate. So I could see us only going up from here. Like a year and a half. Yeah, about a year and a half. Yeah. You know, I would say just about, like we said before, about just being consistent with it and right. then just constantly innovating and optimizing as you go. And then you never know where us or you guys could be, you know, because life moves. You move, never know. Yeah, life and time moves so quickly. It's like just start right. now and then see where you end up, you know? Right, right. Where do you guys go to school? Uh, well, personally, I go to Brown University up in Rhode Island, and then Alyssa. I go to Malloy College, right in Rockville Center. Oh. <laughs> and what are you studying in Malloy? Music education. Music, okay. And what are you, and Christian? What are you studying in Brown? Yeah, up at Brown, I'm doing currently. Uh, two, I'm double concentrating. I'm doing international and public affairs, which is called IAPA, as well as um, I'm going for a music degree as well. So yeah, oh, we nice. both have a passion for music, and that's. I mean, we forgot to mention this before. You mentioned like how how we met. Uh, definitely, right. Very much because of our um, love for music and music production. She's a singer, and I'm a producer, and so we very much so connected in that way as well. Very nice. Very cool. So. I'm just curious. Yeah, you just said how, 
you know, right now, you, you, Liz, at least that you're a nanny. Andrea, I'm not sure if you said you're a nanny as well. Yes, it's more shifted to like nanny and house manager now. I've worked for the same family just hit seven years, um, but I've been a nanny for 12 years um, altogether. And so now even the youngest is off to school. So I take care of the day to day. You know, both the parents are doctors, very, very busy. So yeah, everything goes through me, basically. And so with you guys being so busy all the time, how do you manage your work, you know, obligations, as well as making time for the podcast and growing in that space? How does that dichotomy work? I mean, it's definitely a struggle. It is. It is challenging. Especially since I got pregnant. And sometimes I just, especially in the beginning, I was sick and had no energy. And, uh, but we really just try to schedule it and I'll, you know, we're, we're there, we're dedicated to, to get it done. And it's easier to record an episode like today on a weekend because we're so busy during the week. I mean, we get home and it's seven thirty, eight o'clock at night. And all I have time to do is shower, eat and go to sleep and just get ready, started all over again for the next day. So it's easier for us to just sit down, discuss what we want to, you know, talk about on a Friday night because we're not in a rush for the next day to be at work. And then Saturday, you know, we're here recording an episode. Um, I know we're not, you know, as consistent with, you know, you know, doing recording every single week, you know, putting, you know, but I always said it's, uh, what was it? It's, uh, quality over quantity. Like I want to make sure I put out a good episode. I make, I make sure that I, you know, we have a great guest on that. I can, you know, right. Yeah, you know, consistency is obviously very important, but right. just putting something out there, period, which yeah, you guys yeah. have. You're proud of, you know. That is right. that is also enough, I would say, as well, as long as you just, you know, stick with it, you know. And so you guys have been in the podcasting game for like how long now? I think you guys started earlier than us. If I look back at the logs on Apple Podcasts, a- correct? A- our first episode, I think, was out like April 21st. But yeah, that's interesting. Everybody remembers like the, the date. Yeah. Yeah. For- but we've only, yeah, because we started doing our episodes once a week and then she got pregnant and, you know, things started to slow. I'm not blaming her, obviously, but I was like, things started to it, slow. It's all her down. fault. That's and, why. Yeah. Okay. It's all Andrea's fault, everybody. Okay. <laughs> no, but, you know, things started to slow down. I wanted her to relax. I wanted, I also want her to enjoy her pregnancy, you know, so. Um, I would like for us to have an episode every week, but I also want to make sure that we put out good, like I said, content. I want to have a good quality episode. I want to make sure that the topics are good. Everything's on point. We have a great guest, you know? So like I said, I would like quality over quantity, but we are starting to get more into the flow of maybe doing an episode like every other week. Yeah. But we did take some time off. We haven't really put out an episode since um, September because she is in her last trimester and it has, you know, I want her to relax, you know, before the baby comes. So I'm not really trying to uh, push her into doing an episode every week. I know it's it's a lot. It's a lot of work, you know, as you guys know. Right. 
are in an earlier episode we talked about September house hunting and then it had to stop because the housing market just went crazy um from the virus and we were not planning on staying here originally because we like I said we live in a two-bedroom house it's tiny you know it's not there's really not enough space currently you know my husband like we have I've kicked him out of his like office it's really just a computer room but um because that's going to be the nursery now and he's you know his computer and desk is down in the living room we hardly have any space um so yeah that's just so we're you know getting new floors we're doing this we're painting we're so it's every weekend because during the week I don't have time or the energy um so every weekend it's been like having everyone over like okay guys come help paint come help do yeah this. come help do this let's get this you know get the nursery ready we have to get ready the babies will be here before you know it you know it, yeah. it went by it went so fast. it went by so fast with your husband working uh like you said yeah like you kicked him out of his little office is that like due to covid that he's been working at home no no when i say office like that's where he plays like computer Oh, okay. I see. I see. That, yeah, I that's his, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. his like man, his man cave or his yeah, little area. Gotcha, you know, but that's uniquely Long Island living in a tiny space because everything's so expensive. I mean, that's definitely very unique to Long oh, Island. It's, it's crazy right now, yeah. the housing market. I mean, people's houses are going for double of, you know, double compared to what they were last year. You know, right, we were just talking about it was that. Just nuts. We were, you know, my friend is a real estate agent. She would let me know, you know, that day when the house would be listed and we would go to look at it or we couldn't even physically go to look at it. You know, send pictures or whatever. And by that afternoon, there was already six bids, and they were, you know, there was a bidding war, and it was like going, you know, and my brother too. He's he's been looking for a bigger house, and houses are going for like fifty, sixty thousand over asking. Yeah, just because, which is crazy. So we're like, no, we're not competing with that. We're not being stressed out by that. So we'll just wait. So. Thankfully, you know, baby small doesn't take up too much space in the beginning. But right. I'm just thinking about all the stuff that goes along with the baby, you know, like all the the big gear and the stroller, the car seat, the Probably, yeah. high chair. I'm full stressed about that, but right. Hopefully by spring we can start looking again and you know, maybe the market will be down because things might be better with COVID. Yeah, so we'll see. Yeah, so you know, everything's in time. Uh, and so you mentioned how you guys started the podcast back in April. And so any advice for someone who wants to get into podcasting? Obviously, you've been able to stick with it thus far. Um, what what have you learned, not only about podcasting, but about yourselves during this, I guess, whole period that and since you've started the podcast? What have I learned about myself? Maybe it was a little too philosophical. I don't know. but <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Oh. Reserve. To me, when she was like, "Oh, let's do a podcast," I was like, "Listen to me, Paul. You know that's, that we was give my kind of two. Thing. We give we give two different opinions. Yeah, no, we have, you know, we have two different. Um, even though we're very close, we we do have two different types of lifestyles. Yeah, you no, know, I just I was like, who wants to hear me talk about something? Or my opinion about something. 
but you'd be surprised. <laughs> I was very surprised about like how well people responded to us. And I was like, oh, okay. So then I got more comfortable and more confident, I guess, in, you know, discussing, discussing, you know, topics certain topics. I think also what I've learned is not everyone is going to agree with, um, you know, certain topics that we bring up. Like us, uh, we talked about uh, the uh, Black Lives Matter movement uh, a few months back, and it wasn't very well received on our end. And we got a lot of uh, negative DMs about it, what we had to, like, you know, our opinions on it. And, um, and we tried to focus more on just being kind. Like, we didn't want to get too far into it. Right. Um, but we felt like we had to mention it because of it was in the middle of what right. was going on. Right. Um, but, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't that many, but it was just a few certain people. A few certain people, <laughs> you know, were really upset about you know certain things that we had said on that episode just i i was gonna say just jumping in real quick was that you know irrespective of whatever your opinion or take is on the matter i think that is so important that you guys have some degree of a dissenting opinion or just have your own opinion period because that gives you character and makes it it makes and breaks your followers obviously you're going to probably lose some people but at the same time your most ardent supporters are going to come from the fact that they agree with what you're saying. And so, you know, right. no famous person, even Joe Rogan, who's at the top of the podcasting industry, he has his own detractors, you know? No matter right. what you do, you always have somebody who's not, you're always gonna have the haters. The haters yeah. are always right. gonna hate, but it doesn't matter. You just gotta keep pushing forward, you know? Right. Oh, yeah. But it, yeah, no, it wasn't. And we were very careful about what we were saying and what our, you know, our point. It was most, like, mostly like, there's an issue, you know, a bigger issue here and you just need to be kind. And that's, again, we were just trying to talk about that. But there were some people that, there was someone that didn't even listen to the podcast and had, and had something negative, negative to say to me right away and had said, we don't listen to you for your political views. We listen to you because we like to hear your we like to hear you guys rant or we like to hear Liz rant, like have a drug. I every now and then we'll go on like a drunken rant uh, once in a while on our show. Um, but I was like, I was very proud of that episode. I, you know, we were, I felt we were speaking our truth and for, you know, we were put down and um, it definitely was, you know, lesson learned, but I feel like, we can't speak our minds and what's the point of having a podcast you know like you know you we can all agree to disagree right you know that's just the i think the world that we're currently living in where everyone has to someone says something and it's immediately you know ripped apart right i'm at a point now where if you don't like what we have to say then don't listen it's just that it's just that easy. Yeah, it's, it's it, really al- it should always be like that, whether no matter what medium you're using, whether it's YouTube or podcasting, listen, you are who you are and you're not going to change. But th- that's the reason why, like I said before, people are going to follow you and people aren't going to follow you. But chances are, majority right. of the time, you always have more followers than, you know, non-followers, unless you're like super polarizing and your opinion is like some super oh. alien thing, you know? Right, right. Um, I have a question for you guys. How do you, you know, as young people, 
I'm curious, how do you feel about the political climate? Like what's going on currently right now, especially with, um, you know, obviously the election's coming up. So I know people don't want to hear about my political opinion, but I just don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> so I'm just curious as you know, you guys are, how are you guys 20, 21? Yeah, we're both I know you guys 20. Are okay. All right. So. Now, now I'm basically the political science concentrator, but I don't know. Do you want to okay, answer the question? Right. Or do you want me to go first? I mean, I guess like briefly and then you can go off on. Yeah, she's going to answer briefly and then I'll go on my diatribe. I'll I'll go. (laughs) Okay. All right. I'm interested. Yeah, I kind of feel like at least right now, especially with everything going on, everyone's become so divided that I feel like it's like gotten to the point where, like you said, like it's like it's almost like you have to feel like you have to be very careful in what you say because somebody's going to come down on you about something. And I feel like it's so toxic how divided and like argumentative people are about literally something as simple as like our opinions. Like everyone has an opinion. Not everyone's going to agree with you, but you don't have to like, people don't have to be so like, um, (laughs) aggressive about their opinions. Right. Yeah. And I mean, we, we covered some of the, um, you know, with everything going on, we covered some of like the Black Lives Matter and stuff too um, in some of our episodes as well because it's an important issue that, I mean, it it's become so politicized when I feel like, you know, it's just like a human rights thing, you know? I, I mean, we did a whole two-part series on yeah. race in America, which I had right. a whole long... You had a lot to I, say. I had a lot to say, <laughs> uh, given the whole history and the background and everything I've learned thus far. Uh, you know, our listeners will know that I use this line quite frequently, and it's that it, res- it doesn't matter what your. Let me put it like this: you can't understand your own perspective or opinions if you don't understand why somebody would think the opposite way or disagrees with you. You can't, in my opinion, you can't understand your position unless you understand why somebody would think the opposite. So, with this whole divided political climate thing, instead of saying, "Yo, I'm you know pro Democrat or pro." Republican, doesn't matter. I want to know why the other person thinks the way they think um, and if we can come to some common ground. Because at the end of the day, you know, we are just, you know, that's why it's like irrespective of our political opinions, we're still able to come together to film this podcast. And that's what's so special about, you know, just collaboration. And then it's not like that anymore in America. And it's quite, you know, like Alyssa mentioned, you know, and alluded to, everyone's quite divided and it's just really disheartening you know right. and I, you know everyone's like you know call to unity call to unity well it's just like yeah call to unity but not unity just for like one side and we forget right. the other i want right. to like bring everybody together and have like right. we're allowed to disagree but let's do it in like right. a formal like public space and not like immediately go to like dming each other negative comments like you got you know what yeah. i'm saying Social media nowadays with the with especially what's going on right now with, you know, in politics is just horrendous, horrendous. It's disgusting. It really is. It has two polarizing views. And if you lean towards one, (coughs) the one side of the group just automatically thinks, okay, you know, that's who you are and, you know, boxes you into that group. But it's like, no, just because I support Black Lives Matter doesn't mean that I hate the police. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's what it's become. Like it's either one or the other. And that's yeah. not the case at all. And yeah, no, it's where we are right now as a country and 
it's scary. And it's sad. Yeah. It's really sad. I always, I took, um, I am a, well, before I went on to get my, uh, you know, I went to the hospital for teaching, but before that I was sociology and political science as well. So I, but I am very smart when it, or not, I just, I don't like to start arguments with people because I just know that they just, talk, it, most it, it gets so heated. It, it does. Yeah. It gets really yeah. heated. Some of the so conversations. I, like, I don't even bring it up half the time because I just, no, I don't have the energy to, to be yelled at over my opinion when, you know, it is founded by, you know, I did, you know, study it for a while. So it's just, I'm like, oh, I'd rather just keep quiet. And I never like post anything on Facebook or Instagram really that's, you know, cause I just don't want to, cause people will attack you in two seconds. Yeah. That's why I like mock trial though, especially in college. Cause I'll have a fake argument with you. I won't have a real argument, but <laughs> you know, the, I think, you know, the, the, the sun over the horizon, I can't think of the right terminology for it at this moment. Um, but is that, the majority of people do agree with us, meaning that like the majority of voters in the United States don't vote. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the, it's a hundred million in the middle that don't show up at all. And they understand right. that like, we don't buy into this all one way or the other. We, in the majority of Americans really are in the middle probably on most issues. I think right. as a country, we're definitely becoming more progressive, you know, especially like the legalization right. of like same sex marriage and like yeah. some, you know, like the, you know, the championing of, you know, like women's rights and stuff. We're, I think we're moving in yeah. a good direction in that sense, but we kind of right. lose, you know, track of that and the direction that we want to go in by getting into these scuffles and like Twitter fights and like all these other, it's you know. It's so yeah. petty. Yeah. 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 It's very childish. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Because we are in the, I like, you know, what you said with, when I see something, you know, stupid on Facebook or something, and it's about, you know, it's a polarizing opinion. And I will try to think like, okay, why? Because I, in my family, I'm the like minority as to who I'm going to vote for and my beliefs. Um, so, and I'm just like, I don't see how you are going the other way, but I really try, you know, that's why I don't, um, you know, I don't get into arguments over it because, they're entitled to their opinion. I'm out more on the basis where I know what I feel and how I think and everyone else is entitled to their version of, and their opinion of, you know, what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And if it's not affecting me, then you know what I mean? Like teach their own, you do what you got to do. Right. But I, yeah, I just wish more people were like that because I don't understand like why something that has nothing to do with you makes you feel entitled to go tear someone down about it, you know? So that's the most frustrating thing. Right. Yeah, all phenomenal points. Do you guys have any further questions for us? I really, especially as a politics guy, I love this little conversation we're having right <laughs> yeah. here. I'm not sure if you want to take it in another direction briefly or if you have any other questions. Do you remind your listeners to, you know, get out there? Do you have a lot of young viewers we have a lot of young viewers so i would like to remind our listeners you know get out and vote because i know when i was your age i really wasn't into you know politics and going to the polls and i just was you know i was more concentrating on like you know having a social life and like who cares my vote doesn't matter 
but it does matter. You know, it does. It's your opinion. It's your voice, you know, put it on paper, put it, get, you know, I just want to remind everybody that, you know, voting is, is a right. It's not a privilege and it's very important. You know, no matter how old you are, whether you're 18 or 80, get out there and vote. It's extremely, extremely important. Yeah, I would say voting is super important. If you really are, if you really want somebody, then you should, if you if you feel so passionate about somebody, you should definitely not sit at home and think, don't worry, they got it in the bag. You know? Right, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I don't have really too many other questions. Alyssa, do you have any other questions for long? Actually, no, I actually I do have one more. I'm just so curious. Because okay, you guys mentioned, course. what is it, Andrea, that you are, what is it, 30 or you turn 31? Oh my God, 32. I'm so sorry. But happy belated birthday, no matter what, you know. (laughs) Uh, So I'm just so curious because you guys, you know, a little bit older than us. Any life advice? I have a good one. Oh, I'm so excited for this. I got to get comfortable. Yeah. Okay. All right. (laughs) Um, I would say don't try to grow up too fast. Enjoy you know, enjoy being 20, enjoy being young. You know, if I can go back and be 20, 21, 20, you know, I would do it in a heartbeat, you know, because really it does go by very fast. Um, cause I remember when I was your age, I was always so fixated on like, Oh my God, I have to have a boyfriend, get engaged, have the best house. I want to have kids all by the time I'm 26 years old, you know, and I put a timeline on everything and, Something that a friend of mine had told me was, you know, you make plans and God laughs. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy, you know, enjoy each other. Enjoy your time together. Don't try to put a timeline on anything. Um, it's it's very important because life can change in a, in a split second, you know, and, uh, and enjoy the moment. You know, that's my, my best piece of advice to you guys. Yeah. And just stem from that, because I have the type of personality that I always needed to, okay, I would set goals for myself. And then once that goal was achieved, I'd go, okay, what's the next goal? And that is a good way to live. However, it really distracted me from the moment. And I feel like once I hit, and also once you hit 25, your mindset is going to be very different from what it is right now. Right now. I'm, exactly. And like, if somebody told me that when I was your age, I would yell. But it is 100% true. And then my mindset from 25 to 30, completely different again. Yeah. Once so, you hit 30, everything changes. I realized when I hit 30 that I my whole 20s went by so fast because I never really stopped to enjoy the moments and like right. just be okay with where I was instead of always trying to get ahead, like do this, I need this, I need this, I need this. Um. Yeah, because then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, shit, I'm 32. Yeah, I know. I'll be 30. I'm going to be 35. So I'm already thinking like, oh, my God, in another five more years, I'm going to be 40 years old. Oh, my God. It's it's giving me. (laughs) And even the people that I speak to that are in their 40s, they're like, and you will change once you hit 40. So, I mean, you know, everything changes. You evolve. 25. I've noticed the biggest difference from 20 to 25. And then again, I grew so much from 25 to 30. Um, 
what exactly is that shift in mindset other than like maybe being more career orient oriented and thinking like long term in terms of like a partner and having children? What is that right. different shift in mindset? 2025, maybe you're a little more relaxed and you're just like, you're not worried, like you said, Liz. And then right. when you're 25 right. to 30, you're just like, I'm getting older. I need a career. Like, what is that like? And honestly, I didn't even feel that pressure of those two things specifically because I've, you know, I already had Chris and I had my job and I was happy in both of those areas, but I think it was just, I don't know. I had a complete, like, especially, um, when I turned 30, mm. I, how I saw the world was completely different. And I don't, there was like, not just one thing that made that change, right. but I realized, you know, I'm also a, one, a type of person that needs to like control every situation. Like I need to like, just have everything in a certain way. And I realized, and also because I'm like that, people were constantly depending on me to do things for them, do this. And I finally, I almost got burnt out. Like, no, I don't, I don't want to be relied on for so many things right. all the time, constantly. It was kind of like, okay, I need to actually slow down and appreciate life because it's flying by. Right. I think the time, like the set, your sense of time actually changes. Right. You, know, you think when you're 20, oh, I have all this time. And all of a sudden, 10 years go by in a blink and you're like, holy crap, I don't have that much time. You're so right. then maybe I'm a little older because I'm always like, tell us, I'm just like, no, no, no. Like, we got to do this like now. There's no time to waste. I am not right. taking it easy. And so, I, I mean, I'm very grateful for whoever bestowed that, you know, sentiment upon me. I don't know. I mean, even like I've always been told, like, I'm very mature for my age. I've always felt that way. But it, there's going to come a point where you almost get like burned out from being like that. And then you feel like, no, actually, okay, I need to be okay with how things are right now and enjoy life right now without trying to put pressure on myself to make something else happen. You know, like, I'm just trying to think of like an example, but that's the best. Ever since I've done that and really slowed down, I've been much more happier and appreciative of my time. And, you know, when I was younger, I, I lost my best friend or senior year in high school. And that was a huge, like, life-changing thing for me. So I feel like right. also that made me, pushed me to do a lot more and realize, you know, okay, you know, things can change. Right, in a, a drop of a hat. Um, so I was much more, okay, I'm going to do this, do this. You know, I did was doing a million things, but not really appreciating it when I was doing it, it was mostly just, okay, let's see how much stuff I can get in, you know, get done in, in a short amount of time because you don't know when, you know? Um, but now you just sit back and you're like, well, okay, I got what I wanted. I married my best friend. We're starting a family. I can actually like, you know, feel it slowing down and enjoying and being happy and wearing it. Right. Sometimes like life shattering things will put a lot of things in perspective. So for me, what shifted was I had gotten married very early in life. I was not too far from how old you guys are right now when I got married. And by the time I was 29, I was already filing for divorce. So um, something like that definitely altered you know, my opinions and everything, how I, how I looked at life. And when I hit 30, I was just like, I need to 
take inventory, slow down and just enjoy it and not be in such a rush to have my happily ever after. You know, it, it will come when it comes, you know, and sometimes even when you're not thinking about it, that's when it will happen. And that's how it happened with, which was my boyfriend, you know? So sometimes, sometimes things are worth the wait, you know? Yeah. Just be yeah, aware of, I always say like everything happens for a reason. I'm a true believer in that. So when, even when something happens and it's frustrating or it feels like a setback, I just like tell myself, okay, this happened because I need to be here in my life right now. You know, I need to figure out something else so I can move forward. That's why this happened kind of thing. And it's, you know, it's easily, uh, it's hard to forget that and to remind myself, okay, okay, everything, you know, this is just the plan. You know, I need to, I really learned how to let go of all the control and just be like, okay, this is my life. I'm just going to follow it along. Right. So, you know, and take it day by day. And yeah, it's amazing how that happens as you get older and you realize, you know, it just puts things into perspective. Definitely. But yeah, just thinking back, it's so funny, like how different my mindset was at 25. Right. And now Compared 30. To, yeah. So, yeah. But enjoy your 20s. Yeah. So it go fast. by so fast. Oh. I had the best time in my 20s. COVID is snatching it away from us very quickly. I yeah. know. You'll get there. Yeah. Once things are, once things comes down, you know, you'll be able to go out and enjoy and, and I would say travel connect. As much as yes. Travel, travel, travel. Get on. Well, once COVID is over, yeah. get on a plane and travel the world. It is so important. I know I've been all over the world, many places. Alyssa, I need though she hasn't been many, and so it's my duty to take her to the places yeah. I've been and beyond. We did one trip together to London last summer, and then no, yeah, so was she was in London last summer. It was. I'm not Alyssa. Do you remember the exact date? I believe it was the last. It was the beginning of August. Yeah, it was like the last day of July and the beginning of August. When did you guys go, or did you go, Andrea? Oh, so we were, I think it was the second week of August because we were in Ireland for the first week of August for uh, my friend's wedding. And then we did a road trip like around the whole country of Ireland, which is absolutely amazing. And then we flew to London for two days. And then I was like, well, we're here. Let's fly to Paris real quick before we go home. <laughs> So she had like a real yeah. like European tour. It was, yeah. yeah. It's also, I feel like it's so important to go to other places and see how other people live. And enjoy the culture. And not just like go somewhere and like stay in a hotel. Like we love to like go to Airbnbs or like a place like that, like where it's in the town, in, you know, where everyone lives and the food and to really experience and appreciate other people's lifestyles and economies. And you get more of a, you know, I feel like you understand people better once you've experienced, you know, other things that they, they experience. Yeah, 100%. I find it very interesting how you went like country hopping, I guess, if you will. And that's very yeah. European. Um, 
so no, but you just said like you took the plane to Paris. Like I debated taking the um, I forget what they call it, like, the Channel or the TGV to Paris oh, when yeah, we yeah. were in London. But yeah, so no, we did a little country hopping as well because I like to hit as many places as I can as I go, but also take my time. So we spent like, I think just about or just under a week in London and doing all the things in the surrounding area. And then we also went to Cardiff. We took the train over to Cardiff in Wales, Mm -hmm. which was very nice. But Ireland is definitely a place I have to get to. I have to get to Dublin. Oh, absolutely. Dublin was so much fun. But honestly, we did. So we flew into Dublin, obviously. did Dublin that day. It's funny. So like I said, I'm very like organized you know, kind of controlling person. So we went, I've traveled with my husband and his brother, who's also like one of my best friends. And I had written out like, there's probably a five page itinerary for this whole trip. And we did. I'm the same way. I'm the same exact (laughs) way. Got to know what I'm doing. Every single thing. It was 10 days, three countries. And we were exhausted after, but we got to see so much. But it was worth it. And it was enjoyable. It wasn't like, Oh, we got to get, you know, I planned it out okay. They wanted to go golfing while we were in Ireland, so I found like this amazing golf course um, in uh, Killarney. It was like in the national like uh, park. Yeah, it was beautiful. And uh, yeah, so they got to do stuff that they wanted to do. Also, it wasn't just like okay, we're gonna do this, guys. Um, but yeah, no, it was amazing. And just driving through Ireland, it's such a definitely a different experience than just going to one spot so if you go to ireland you have to like go exploring because it's beautiful yeah my parents did that a lot they did a lot of when they were younger as well country hopping and then driving especially mm-hmm. like they drove like through the you know the countryside of like burgundy like in france like why but it's just like they want to enjoy the experience and they have like <laughs> stories about like the car broke down like funny stuff right exactly yes absolutely like i've been i've been to italy i've been to sicily just because that's where my family's from um, but my husband hasn't. So that's like, that was kind of actually this year before the, um, I got pregnant and COVID, we wanted to do a cross country because I had never done that. He's done it. I haven't. Um, cause that's another one of my goals is to visit every state. Um, I have like one of those things where you like color it in once you've been. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I already have like a full itiner- itinerary from to go to Italy start at the top, go all the way down and then go to Sicily and, you know, be with family and stuff like that. I already have that all planned out. He's like, you're nuts, but that's that's the next. Yeah. You have to cross over into Medina. Yeah. Definitely. Right. And yeah. then I see what I would do is I would make it a Sicily and Malta trip. Yeah. I want to visit Sicily so bad because I have family there too. So yeah, my brother got married there when I was younger. So we flew there. Um, and like I said, yeah, I have family there. It's beautiful. It's yeah. Beautiful. Well, I don't have too many other questions. I'm going to ask one more time. Do you guys have anything for us? I uh, have a question for Miss Alyssa. Oh, I'll, I'll, okay. I'll, yeah, she's been okay. waiting. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, since she's going to be taking some time off to have the baby, I would love for you to come on and be a Long Island lady with me for a couple episodes just to fill in if you'd like that. Sure. Yeah, of course. Thank okay, you. Okay. That sounds good. We'll definitely, we'll work it out, you know. We'll definitely plan it out. Um, Because I told her, I said, I need to get a couple other girls to fill in your spot. Well, I want her to relax and enjoy this time with the baby because, you know, time, like we said, time is precious. So, and they're only so little for only so long. I'm always said when I was little, because, you know, when you're little and you're like, oh, I can't wait till I'm 
14 and can't wait till I'm 16. She's like, don't waste your time away because the older you get, the faster time goes. And she's right. absolutely right. Right, right. So I want her to enjoy her time with her child. So, you, I, you know, if we would love, you know, I would love to have Alyssa on Long Island Ladies just to help fill in every once in a while. You know, Liz, I think you just birthed the future of Long Island ladies. You guys having on other Long Island ladies is absolutely ingenious. See, let me tell you, that's what the whole uh, lady boss premise is like all about. Just having other local women, you know, supporting other women. That's very, very important. Women supporting women. Mm hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it just seems like an all around great idea. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's it from us. I'm assuming yeah. that's it for you guys, too. Thank you so much, yes. everybody, for joining. Thank you. For, thank you. Thank you for coming on our show. I, you know, I greatly appreciate it. I want you guys to come back. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll again. have we'll have yeah. to do like a follow up episode once we yeah, got our once we got the whole camera and everything figured out. It's a little more streamlined. But this was yeah, an amazing BF VGFX yeah. Cross, whatever, Long Island Island Ladies Ladies collaboration. Phenomenal joint podcast. Everybody, you can go find Long Island Ladies on their Instagram at Long Long Island Ladies. And uh, just stay on real quick once we finish up here. But thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. And I guess we'll catch you all in the next one. Thank you so much. Yes. And also, I want you guys to plug, you know, your Instagram and how my listeners can follow you guys. Oh, I mean, anybody who wants to follow us at BF at BFVGF podcast, not versus, not BFVSGF, just BFV, singular V, VGF podcast, all one word. Yeah, no, because I'm a law guy. I love, that's why I did it like in the law sense, because you always do like plaintiff, defendant or plaintiff, plaintiff versus defendant. So that's why in that sense. Yeah. But so, yeah, everybody, thank you. And uh, go check out Long Island Ladies. Yeah, thank you. All right, thanks. Thank you, everybody. All right, bye-bye.